Hey, hey, and welcome to episode 75 of Shaman Talk. My name's Rhonda and I'm your host. And this week we're talking about self-worth. going to talk about the symptoms and some of the potential root causes, as well as some ways to start to overcome our self-worth issues. People who have low self-esteem or low self-worth are very hard on themselves. Just simply accepting a compliment can be excruciatingly difficult. In this podcast, we're going to look at, like I say, some of these symptoms and what we can do. So some symptoms of having low self-worth or low self-esteem are fairly obvious, while others are a little more hidden. Common symptoms are being unable to trust your own opinion, always overthinking everything, afraid to take on a challenge, being worried that you won't be good enough or you won't manage to see it through, being super hard on yourself but really lenient with other people, and feeling frequent anxiety and emotional turmoil. Lesser known symptoms maybe, are, for example, being an alcoholic, uh, an alcoholic, sorry, <laughs> Freudian, a workaholic, being a workaholic. So, even if there's pressure in the workplace compared to, um, say, other people or whatever, where there's, there's a lot unknown and uncontrollable, kind of work is more straightforward compared to relationships or the social world or life or family so it's easier to meet expectations and perform well at work it's easier to control your working environment to control how much you work and what you achieve and what you do so some people with low self-esteem will shift their focus to work and put all their energy into that many of us might think that people with low self-esteem tend to be underachievers because they're too afraid to take on new challenges and not confident enough to kind of fully step into their talents but there is another extreme um, and that is some people are so anxious of failure and being seen to be worthless and being rejected so that they will they'll go above and beyond do their very best to be good at everything all the time which in itself is very tiring constantly trying to prove your worth. So some causes of low self-worth. Most of the time it'll stem from childhood. Often it'll go back through ancestral lines as well, but you know, the ancestral lines will benefit from any work you do now. You don't need to worry too much about the ancestral element of it, but you know, it is an element for sure. But negative early experiences lead to low self-esteem or low self-worth. For example, frequent punishment, neglect, emotionally unavailable parents, chronic abuse, harsh parental standards, being bullied, being on the receiving end of someone else's stress, despair or illness, lack of praise, warmth and affection. So there's you know, there are there's definitely a range of childhood experiences that can lead to low self-worth and low self-esteem. 
and it can be quite tricky to notice that or to come to terms with that especially you know if 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 your childhood issues negative early experiences are obvious to you then great but there are many people with low self-esteem low self-worth who think their childhood was fine but actually when we dig deeper and this happens with clients all the time so when we dig a little deeper we realize that it wasn't fine that perhaps the emotional support wasn't there or the needs of the parents were always put above the need of the child and they they just hadn't realized that yet so this um, negative early experiences part of the piece can be quite tricky to put our finger on so this is you, if you're listening to this, thinking my childhood was fine. My, my parents worked really hard. They gave me everything I needed. I didn't want for anything. <clears throat> Perhaps think about other things. For example, were you left alone a lot? Were you an only child? Where, where Did your parents teach you to look after your own needs? Did they teach you to have good boundaries? Did they have good boundaries, for example? Because we pick up energetically what our parents are like so our parents for the most part are just doing their best obviously there are exceptions to that rule and we always honor those exceptions but for the most part parents doing their best and they screw up I screwed up as a parent my parents screwed up as parents their parents screwed up as parents and you just do your best And I remember thinking to myself, well, my parents, you know, they really did their best. I don't want anybody thinking bad about them. I don't want to think bad about them. So we put our parents in a love bubble, if that's appropriate for you and your story. It may not be. But if it is, you put them in a love bubble and you say, you know, I respect what you did. I understand what what your issues were. And now I'm going to explore what my issues were with that lack without blaming you and without... Um, needing to move into a negative space but if you suffer from low self-worth low self-esteem it's just 99% of the time it comes from early childhood experiences so really it's up to you to gently navigate that time and identify and come to terms with your negative early experiences whilst also understanding that that doesn't affect the positive experiences it doesn't mean that just because you acknowledge you had negative early experiences it doesn't mean that you're wiping out all the good that your parents did it just means that you're processing all of your experiences in an equal way childhood is when we form our root understanding or our rules for living so to speak And they affect the way we think, the way we act. They feed into our self-limiting beliefs, our subconscious bias. So it's really important to start to think about and recognise what those are. So these root causes really affect our self-worth. And the root causes how you usually feel about something based on your early experience, the root of something. So how you felt potentially, for example, how you felt when you first left home, 
becomes the emotional root cause for when you leave other things in your life. So, for example, if you had a terrible leaving of home, maybe you left home quite young and it was very stressful, or maybe you were thrown out or something like that, you know, whenever you leave anything else in your life, it then becomes very stressful, even if it isn't stressful, because you have a belief that leaving things is hard and stressful. Just a simple example of that. How did people treat you growing up? How were the voices of the significant people in your life? Did they over or under praise you? Did they hold you accountable for your actions or sweep it all under the carpet? Did they tell you that you weren't good enough or were they very critical or consistently consistently critical? Did they neglect your needs in preference of their own. That, that's a classic way to make a child feel fairly worthless. And all of these experiences largely affect the way that we view ourselves and hence our self-esteem. Okay. And as those of us with low, low self-worth issues, which I have had in the past, happy to say that I'm working quite effectively with those now. It still creeps up sometimes. Still have, I still have imposter syndrome sometimes. I still think, oh, what am I doing? You know, are people even going to like the work that I'm creating with my guides? Is it worth doing this podcast every week? Maybe people hate it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it still comes in sometimes when I'm feeling low and struggling with things. But you will know if you suffer from low self-worth that it affects every aspect of our life. And the consequences can be devastating. So, for example, it makes you confuse love with low self-worth. So, having low self-esteem, you expect people to treat you badly. So, when people are just being quite nice, normal to you, you feel very overjoyed and have unrealistically good feelings for them. And that can easily be mistaken as love. It can also scare people away who might be interested in being friends with you, but your attachment to them is very overwhelming and they pull away. It often will give you the lower hand in a relationship, whether that be with a partner or a friendship. You think that your partner is too good for you, so you bear things that you shouldn't. You put up with things that you shouldn't put up with. Your boundaries aren't great or, or non-existent in some cases. You know, some, it's just very confusing in a relationship. Are you giving in to this person because you love that person so much or you just don't dare to speak up because they might leave you and then you will feel neglected and abandoned, which is, a, in a way, a self-fulfilling prophecy because you don't believe that you're worth worthy of the relationship in the first place. And that's the same with lovers and with friends. It can make your employers feel that you're not talented so people with low self-esteem or low self-worth are really gifted often, but they don't know how to show up. They don't know how to sell themselves or be seen. So they don't like to be seen. They hide in the shadows. So during meetings, they'll keep quiet or presentations. They speak quietly. Maybe at work, they say sorry too often or maybe 
They're not confident in their speech or their demeanour. And employers and other colleagues perceive people with low self-esteem as people without much talent. It's not fair, but it is true. And it can also lead to depression. Over time, low self-esteem, according to a study done by, who was at um, University of Basel, researchers, psychologist Dr Lars Madsen, added that, said that low self-esteem is a key factor in both the development and maintenance of depression. It's a really interesting study. So you're listening to this podcast and you're like, ah, man, another thing. Oh, great, I've got low self-esteem. Well, I knew that. Well, what, what am I supposed to do about that? Tried everything. Well, here we go. Here's some things that we can try. So last week... Um, we talked about toxic positivity and it's that's very relevant to this problem that we have so ignore all of the positivity messages all right that's the first thing very often we'll hear people say oh stay positive everything's going to be okay cheer up and people with depression or low self-esteem know that these statements do not help it just makes you feel worse makes you feel worthless makes you feel like you can't manage properly it's really unhelpful So ignore, we're ignoring all of the positivity advice. We're going to try something different. We're going to shift our focus elsewhere. So the same as positivity. If you say, okay, I'm going to be positive, you don't immediately feel more positive when you tell yourself that you're feeling positive. You need something concrete. You need something to do that truly matters to you. Like, for example, spending time with your loved ones. And when we want to improve our self-worth, don't try too hard on thinking of ways to do that. There's no direct way to improve your self-worth. Your self-worth is a symptom of deeper issues. I think that's where a lot of people fall flat. Um, they, they work with the symptom rather than the problem. So according to psychologist Abraham Maslow, his hierarchy of needs, which you can look up and I'll put a graph in the show notes. To live a fulfilling life, fulfilling life, you should take care of the five levels of human basic human needs. So what does that mean for us? Well, to, to focus elsewhere, I've, I've got a wee list here of things that you can think about. Deep connection with a, a trusted loved one. Like a child or an animal, a pet. Nurture that relationship. Concentrate on it. A healthy body. What can you do to make yourself a little bit healthier, even if it's just drinking more water? A meaningful life purpose. So for many of you who are listening to this podcast, you'll be working shamanically. You'll be um, working on a spiritual way of life. You'll be working with, potentially you'll be in the membership. Potentially you'll have joined the apprenticeship programme. All of that is really important to start to unpick, uncover and release yourself from low self-esteem and low self-worth. Create a sense of security for yourself. And be creative. 
many people will say to me, I'm not creative, I'm not RA, I can't draw, like whatever. Creativity is part of the human existence. Every single person is creative. If I was I used to be an accountant and working with numbers and working with business and working with um, companies and people, it's all creativity. There was not a pencil involved. There was no drawing or art or whatever you think creativity is. Creativity is using your, imagine, your imaginary gifts to co-create the world that you live in. Right. So it's gradual, this process. You gradually equip yourself with the skills to fulfil your needs. And eventually what happens is you forget about your self-esteem and your self-worth. It's not a short process, by the way. You know, for many of us, we're older and we've been living with this for a long time and we've put layers on top of it and, um, you know, we've added other problems that we've come across because of it. We have shame to work through, guilt. We have to learn how to, you know, live in the world in a different way. We have to learn how to have better boundaries. We have to work with our shadow. We have to free yourself from the bonds of the past. There's just so much to do, right? I'm not going to lie. That's a, it's a big job. But the only way to work with this is to work with it, is to actually do it and make the changes. So don't be hopeless, have faith in yourself that you can regain your self-worth and become a confident and successful person. That is available for you, especially through shamanic work, especially through the Centre for Shamanism. If it resonates with you, it is available. So, I'm going to give you a couple of exercises to do at home to help you with this shamanically, with the um, with the focus and the changes that we need to make. So go ahead and get a pen and paper and I'll see you in just a second. All right, welcome back to part two, our activities and journey section. This week, we're going to do a wee project in two parts, all right? Um, So two journeys with two things to do. And there's a few steps to these. Usually the podcast... Activities are are quite simple, um, but there's a little bit more to these ones, so you might want to get a pen and paper, but also don't forget the show notes are available at centreforshamanism.com forward slash 75, where you'll get all of this information. All right, so the first thing I'd like you to do is journey with your guides, as always, to the root cause of your self-worth issues. Ask to be shown the energetic nature of your issues and connect with them on a deeper level. Ask to be given a symbol that represents this root cause. Alright, so you're looking for symbols here. So it could be a very clear symbol, it could be a cross, it could be an animal, it could be a vista, it could be anything, but just ask for a symbol. You might get more than one as well. When you return from your journey, I want you to draw that symbol or symbols in your notebook or on a piece of paper. So what that'll do to start with is it will enable you to see your issues more clearly as separate from yourself as the symbol represents or is your issue. And that will really help you and your guides forge a path ahead. Alright, so that's the first journey. 
Next, what I'd like you to do is journey again, but this time I want you to journey to your divine self or your higher self is another way to put that. So divine self. So stay connected with the energy of the previous journey and take your symbols with you. That's important. So how you do that is you either just have them in your mind's eye and hold the intention that you're taking your symbols with you or take your drawing with you, like hold it in your hand or put it under your pillow or something like that. Just some either intention or action that shows that you're taking your symbols with you on this journey. So ask your divine self, what steps you need to take to overcome these root issues? And you might also receive healing for the issues as well. And what I want you to do is, I want you to leave your symbols with your divine self. And this is done by intention. So you just intend. So you're given your steps to overcome the root issues. You receive any healing that you might need. And then you leave your symbols with your divine self. So you may see that as putting them in a basket and leaving them at the feet. Or you may see yourself putting the symbols in a fire or... Um, throwing them in off a cliff or birds may take them away or you might bury them under a tree or whatever you, whatever it is that you're shown or feel the need to do in the journey just hold and if you don't see if you're more of a feeling kind of gal like me just know that you're leaving your symbols with your divine self and the idea there is that you no longer need to carry the burden of those They're, they'll be held safely outside of yourself so they, they still exist but you're no longer having to carry the burden. So they'll be held safely for you as you navigate the changes you need to make in your life. All right? So that is your your activities for this week. Hopefully you enjoy that. I'll look forward to hearing how you get on in the the community group. Always enjoy reading your your share-ins and your understandings of things it's always really really interesting so thank you so much as always for joining me for listening for being part of this amazing journey that we're all on together as part of the center for shamanism as part of our life as part of our connection it's just wonderful i'm very grateful for everybody i'm very grateful for you so i'll see you all same time same place next week one last thing I really encourage you to join my Facebook community it's a beautifully safe space to discuss all things to do with shamanism and you are very welcome to join us in that community there if that resonates with you you'll find the link on the show notes for this episode much love and have a great day